0: Welcome to BevCam's production of Conversation with the Candidates. My name is John Mayos, your host for this segment, and we'll be talking today with Dave Manzi. David is a candidate for mayor. Welcome. Hey, Thanks John. for being with us yeah, today. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah. To begin, I'd just like you to take a few minutes and tell us about your personal self, education,
1: family, career, anything else you'd like to put in there. Uh, born and raised in Beverly. Um, My, I live currently in I grew up in North Beverly. Uh, My father ran a large construction company uh, for for many years, so the Mansi name is fairly well known in the community. Um, And uh, I've been in my house in Rileside now for the past 30 years. My wife, I married Noreen Cataldo, who's a 1970 Beverly High School graduate. Um, We have one daughter, my daughter Candace, uh, who's just turned 30 this past summer, Uh um, who's working on her second master's degree. and uh, I guess that sums up, su- yeah. sums up my 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 family status. Why are you running for mayor? Uh, I believe Beverly taxpayers need some protection. Uh, this middle school project, I feel, is over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a project that started at thirty thirty three million by Mayor Scanlon mm-hmm. just four years ago in two thousand and eleven. Mm-hmm. It was brought to the school committee as a 33 million dollar project by the end of 2011 he had goosed up this project mm-hmm. to 40 million
0: mm-hmm.
1: so at 40 million and when he came uh, to us uh, as a, as a school committee being a school mm-hmm. committee member and I'm in my tenth year on the be- mm-hmm. on the Beverly School Committee when he came to us uh, in 2011 and presented this four-year plan mm-hmm. uh, for uh, 33 million dollars and then eventually towards the end of the year said it would be a 40 million dollar uh, mm-hmm. project and that's all. Documented in conversations that he had uh, with Louis News, um, the the you know when it, well, you compare it against the high school that we opened just in 2010 at 81 million, that seemed more than a very reasonable project. So as a school committee meeting, uh, member, you know I was all ears. You know mm-hmm. if you can build a four-year school, mm-hmm. um, and they were targeting the <laughs> Memorial property as a remodel addition. For 40 million dollars by the end of 2011, when he came forward with that to us, um, I was very much listening. Um, by 2013, his last year in office, it went to 73 million. Mm-hmm. So at 73 million, the number kept getting closer and closer to the Beverly High School number, <laughs> you know, okay. which we had just bonded for, you know, over 30 million dollars was our share, and that that share uh, was fairly close to 58 percent that the state kicked in so we were going 42 percent state was kicking in 58 percent for the high school project when Mia Scanlon came forward with this middle school project what what wet our appetite was that he was claiming that he felt that the state would contribute 60 percent so with 60 percent 40 percent a low-cost project like that at just uh, 40 million at the time it as I said by the by the end of his last term went to 73 million it was getting Very close to the Mm -hmm. cost of the high school uh, high school project, and I started getting a little leery in regards to where this project was going at that time. Um, So, my problem began all right in February this year. Okay, in regards to this middle school project, Mm -hmm. Um, Mayor Cahill was in office for just eleven months, uh, and uh, being a member of the middle school building committee, it was presented to us. Uh, at 123 million dollars, this project. So, here's a project that started in 2011 at 33 million, and now
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's being presented to us at 123 million. I mean, uh, that was outrageous, outrageous. That's over 65 percent increase. Mm-hmm. All right, versus all right his highest number at $73 million. never mind at the $33 million and the 43, $40 million that was presented back in 2011. So as far as I was concerned, this project was massively, massively out of control. And it needed, needed to be pushed off the table and an alternative project put in its place. Beverly taxpayers have been under nothing but stress for two and a half decades. We've seen our taxes continue to continue to go up. The maximum state levies allowed by law so two and a half decades of seeing the maximum state levies allowed by law, our tax is going up. And then to have this project presented to us less than five mm-hmm. years after we bonded over $30 million, which is the largest project in Beverly's history at that point, the city council all right, just rubber-stamped recently all right, an appropriation of money on a $60.2 million bond. That's almost twice as much as the high school project. And the high school project, as I said, that high school has been open less than five years. And we're going to pick pick up this type of debt. This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever for the taxpayers of this city. I am running to give the taxpayers of this city some protection that they deserve. The fact of the matter is, is that the project is out of control. It's too large of a project even for that memorial site. It's cost knocking the memorial building down. So you have excessive cost to this project, knocking the memorial building down, not using our newest elementary school as an elementary school, the McEwen School. Now, they sold this to the MSBA. They sold this to the MSBA based on the fact, all right, that we didn't have enough room in our elementary schools. How could that be true? I know a elementary school a 1,000 yards away from our, our memorial, which we're using as an administration building, hasn't been used all right, since 2008. And why? Because the city did not have the money to operate it in 2008. This city has a reputation of not having money to invest uh, in ever necessary at that time. Mm-hmm. Three years before that, we had to consolidate two middle schools into one at Briscoe. We had to close Memorial, we moved our administration offices in there, and we, we, we squished, all right, at that time about 900 students, all right, into, into Briscoe, all right, where today there's about 1,000 students there. So, you know, when you take a look at this, and my biggest problem with this $60.8 million bond mm-hmm. that the city council rubber-stamped, not one dime of interest has been disclosed on this project. All right, over the term of this 28 year bond, the taxpayers of this city will be paying over $114 million for this middle school project. That is absolutely ridiculous. Over $114 million. How can anyone that has lived in this city for any period of time think that the city could afford this? Drive down any city street. Yeah, we have some projects going on in this mm-hmm. city. When you take a look at some of the things that are happening, we're going to have a Route 1A project. But that's a state project, all mm-hmm. right? That project started 20 years ago. The side streets, all right, and any state-controlled st- state streets, not that city-controlled streets in this city are a disgrace. We are millions and millions and millions of dollars behind on what needs to be done on these streets. North Beverly, traffic congestion, that should be a priority in this city, all right? Looking at what's taking place on Dodge Street, you can't even get off of Route 128 in the morning or in the afternoon. Stay away from that Henry's Market area. We need to look at alternatives, ways that we can either build a bypass road or build other exits off of 128 that divert traffic into other areas of 128. We have BOMAC used to be in Varian. uh, Currently, off of 128, there used to be an exit there years ago, all right? And there's a way that if, in fact, we could open up that area, we could divert uh, uh, cars uh, to to the Toza Road area in a different area of North Beverly.
0: We'll hit us on a lot of those other topics as well, and I'd like to ask a few other questions primarily right now. For the people who aren't familiar with with you, what would
1: you say your management style is? Uh, Very direct, as you just witnessed. Very direct, all right? Um, People will know where I stand, Mm -hmm. all right? What I say is what I mean. What do you think uh, is your qualification to be the chief executive of, uh, of the city? Well, I mean, quite simply, all right, 10 years on the Beverly School Committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 1998 to uh, 2005, I was on Bishop Ewing's advisory board and board of trustees. I have 20 years of corporate management experience, mm-hmm. uh, 10 years in the financial industry. I've been a licensed teacher since 1975, and I'm former dean of students at Pope John High School. I have a very, very diverse work background, very diverse work background.
0: You've already mentioned uh, a few of the things, but if you could tell us what the most pressing issues are that face Beverly and what would
1: be top of your agenda if elected? Middle school project. Mm -hmm. That needs to be pushed off the table, all right? And we need to put a new plan on. I have a two-year plan. My plan makes sense. It makes sense for the taxpayers of this city, all right? The first thing I'm going to do is preserve that memorial building. That is a rock-solid building made of real brick. Brick built. As a matter of fact, our original high school downtown was built, all right, in the 1800s. All right, it's been a high school, all right. It's been a junior high school, all right. It has it it, it has been the former North Shore Community College, all right. Today it's a North, it's an assisted living center, all right. That building still exists downtown, and that's after a major fire ripped through the entire structure. All right? It's a solid brick building, no different than Memorial. It's a solid brick building. That building can st- last for decades and decades and decades. So with my plan, all right, that building is preserved. We use it as a uh, early childhood center with pre-K, kindergarten, administration offices. And we preserve our EEC programs, a special program for gifted students that go there. All right? My plan calls for all right moving sixth grade is out of the middle school into an elementary model, and I'm able to do that by reopening McEwen as an elementary school. So Beverly goes from five elementary schools to six elementary schools, all right? That eliminates overcrowding immediately. Immediately. As a matter of fact, my estimate is that we'll have, right now, we'd have 10 extra classrooms at the elementary level if we were to go to my plan tomorrow. Not only that, all right, Beverly High School, which in its heyday, when it was a high school, before the, the high school that was knocked down already on this campus that was open in 1965, Beverly High School used to house over that, that Briscoe building t- that exists today that we have 1,000 students in used to house over 1,500 students back in its heyday when it was a high school. It's a huge building. So going to my plan immediately, all right, by only having seventh and eighth graders, we would have 600-odd students in there. Students would be getting lost in the corridors. So with my plan, if we went to that tomorrow and redistrict to six elementary schools, all right, we would have absolutely no overcrowding. Briscoe, as I said, students would have so much room at the presently, they'd be getting lost in the corridors. Elementary schools, the six, would have additional classrooms that wouldn't even be need to be used at this point in time. So we have room for growth. The memorial building, all right, be housing pre-K, kindergarten, what safer place to put your preschoolers and kindergartens in today's day and age mm-hmm. with Columbine in Newtown, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and all these shootings and everything else that we hear today, all right, to include, all right, these younger kids in the building that is housing our administration offices. Mm-hmm. I would put together a plan immediately to put a two-year high school on this high school campus mm-hmm. to the rear. To the rear of this high school, we have a three-and-a-half-acre site back there that is surrounded by woods, all right? That three-and-a-half-acre site could easily, all right, hold a school at 125,000 square feet mm-hmm. if, in fact, that, it was, that was needed, mm-hmm. all right? My school could be built at a reasonable price for the taxpayers of this city, all right? I'm estimating anywhere from 45 to 50 million dollars tops for mm-hmm. state of the art school for 7th and 8th graders. Mm-hmm. St. John's Prep just opened a building in September, all right? That that particular building, all right, was 74,000 square feet, all right? 22 million dollars. 22 million dollars. So let's double that, all right, to 148,000 square feet, $44 million. Mm -hmm. All right, these things can be done. Anyone that says this can be done is not telling the truth to the taxpayers Mm -hmm. of Beverly. It's as simple as that. They are not telling the truth. Stoneham, less than a year ago, opened up a school, a middle school, all right, for uh, almost 800 students, $40 million. So the, the proof's in the pudding, all right? Stoneham, almost 800 students, $40 million. St. John's Prep, all right? A stone's throw away from us in Beverly here, all right? 74,000 square feet, $22 million, and as I said, double it. My school would be 20% less in size for that because it would be for two grades simply, mm-hmm. all right? So people that say that this can't be done, they are lying to the taxpayers of this city, and that is not right. And the city council, forget it. You've talked
0: an awful lot about money, finances, and all. And we also, we always hear the, the phrase fiscal
1: responsibility. What does fiscal responsibility mean to you? Fiscal responsibility starts when you take the largest project in the, the city's history, all right? that they want to sp- that they just bonded and rubber stamped a bond all right for 60.8 million dollars which is going to cost the taxpayers over 114 million dollars in this city that's fiscal responsibility fiscal responsibility is spending all right it's spending taxpayer dollars <coughs> and money like it's your money, Mm -hmm. like it's your money. How can you look at what has been built around us Mm -hmm. and say that this is fiscally responsible when you're gonna knock down the Memorial Building, you're not gonna use our newest um, uh, elementary school in Mm -hmm. this city that was closed in 2008 as an elementary school and use as the main reason that we need to put fifth graders, Mm -hmm. fifth graders into a middle school model. When Beverly, all right, I have a report that just came out, all right, Mm -hmm. from the uh, Beverly Student Health Survey, 2014 and 15. All right? This shows, all right, that Beverly Middle School students bullied at school. This report shows 34.7%. Do you know what the average is in this state? 16.6%. All right? That's over double the average that this is showing. All right, right here in Beverly, and we're gonna add fifth graders to a middle school model. When we see that going on, and this is based on a survey of seventh and eighth graders All right, in our middle schools, we know, and this report shows, because it was a high school survey as well, and it shows in the lower grade, seventh grade, the bullying percentages were the highest, and they decreased as you get to senior year. And we're gonna add fifth graders mm-hmm. to this. This shows that that would be absolutely insanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think the critical factors
0: are in uh, in balancing the budget, though? What uh, what are the leverage points?
1: Debt. Mm-hmm. Debt. It's all about debt. All right. You don't spend money that you don't have. Mm-hmm. All right. It's all about debt. All right. It's no different than running your home. All right. If you can afford a Toy- Toyota Corolla, you you don't go out and, and buy you know uh, some type of. You know, Cadillac, all right, or Mercedes or or some top of the line car, all right? You just don't do that, all right, and you utilize things mm-hmm. within your household that make sense, all right? If it doesn't call for you know completely destroying your kitchen, you do a remodel of your kitchen mm-hmm. that makes sense, all right so running your running a city is no different than running your running your household. Mm-hmm. and the problem with this middle school project in in this city all right goes with the fact that all right. The city has to show the MSBA that the city can afford this, and I believe the city is underprojected what their expenses are. They're showing revenues, all right, at the t- at the top, all right, where taxpayers will be taxed at the top top tax levy allowed by law, and they've underprojected, all right expenses all right and some of the uh, expenses that they've under projected all right on their estimates are salaries wages and expenses at one and a half percent they think they're going to be able to hold that through 2023 at one and a half percent highly unlikely property casualty insurance at three percent we already know the state has already come out and said that there's likely a likelihood that we'll see a 10 percent increase in this year alone all right health insurance at two percent what's the likelihood to hold that over the course of the next eight years at two well, percent.
0: It, it might work in right because uh, I was going to ask you what you thought the two, the top
1: two or three budget uh, issues are for the city over the next couple years. When these, what's going to mm-hmm. happen is this, with projections that the tax levy at the, at the highest rate and under projecting expenses like this, mm-hmm. it's going to put us in a position, a two and a half override position. Mm-hmm. It'll either be, we'll be back in 2005 and 2008, all right, where we had to close or consolidate schools, all right? That's what will happen because there'll be no way to go. Mm-hmm. Once you can't draw any money and you're already taxing the general public at the highest levy there is, where do you go? There's only one way you go. You go the route of Hamilton and Wenham, you go the route of Marblehead, you go the route of Ipswich, all right? And that is consistent after Mm -hmm. consistent proposition two-and-a-half override initiatives, Mm -hmm. all right? In the first place, all right, they're going to say is, oh, we're going to have to cut back on schools because we've done it in the past. Mm -hmm. We've done it in the past with our consolidations. That is just a short while ago. That's not something that just, you know, that happened decades ago. Mm -hmm. We're talking 2005, 2008, all right? Mm -hmm. In 2011, the school department didn't even have enough money, all right, to have a personnel director. We had to eliminate a personnel director because we didn't even have enough money in 2011 for a personnel director and for the the schools. I mean, so if monies are not allocated appropriately, all right, and this $60.8 million bond that's gonna cost the taxpayers, all right, over the term of the bond, over $114 million, How much stress do you think that's going to put on the yearly budget?
0: I want to talk about development in the city, too, and before I jump into that, and uh, I know we're running short on time, but I'd like you to tell me a little bit about what you think of the pilot program, which uh, for our viewers is the payment in lieu of taxes agreement that some nonprofits
1: have. Well, I'll I'll give you a perfect example, Mm -hmm. all right, how Mayor Cahill has Mm -hmm done what i consider the ridiculous all right he just got this the school committee i was the only p- elected official that mm-hmm. voted against this all right he got the school committee and the city council to rubber stamp all right mm-hmm. a, a solar initiative a solar initiative that's going to take that entire back parking lot which used to house a mm-hmm. house b house and c house mm-hmm. all right and that whole area back there all right it's going to be covered with solar panels all right like carports mm-hmm. creating a huge amount of cover you're looking at A five-acre parcel of land back there, Mm -hmm. all right, that is in pristine condition right now that can be monitored for security purposes just by looking out a window to see what's going on in that parking lot. In consideration of what's happened at Columbine and Newtown, it happens every day that we listen to the radio or look at TV, all right, listen to any form of news, we're seeing all kinds of bizarre types of things happening on school campuses. So getting back in lieu of taxes, where I believe we should have done in that type of thing. Instead of mm-hmm. sacrificing the security on this campus, which you already know it's going to be a security problem because they're going to be installing security cameras, they're even going to provide a golf cart. Wait a minute. A golf cart? Mm-hmm. A few years ago, we used to have four hall monitors in this high school where we sit right now. And because of the lack of money, we had to cut back to two hall monitors, mm-hmm. all right? So who's going to be looking at these security cameras to see you know, if something crazy is going on in that parking lot? Who's going to be driving around in that golf cart all right, mm-hmm. to see what's, you know, who's hiding in one of these carports? All right? So what I'm saying in lieu of taxes, in a situation like this, we should have gone to nonprofits and said, okay, in lieu of taxes, We would like to put solar panels on your property, whether it's on your roof or in some acreage of your property that's not being used, all right? That could have gone gone right into the city's grid, all right? Instead of sacrificing security on this campus. Mm -hmm. So things like that could be initiated where it's really no money directly out of their pocket, all right? And that's the problem when you're dealing with nonprofits. Nonprofits, many times, are barely just getting by on their own. I mean, look at Montserrat College of Art down, downtown. All right, they're on the verge of who knows what. They tried to consolidate with Salem State. Salem State, it was too expensive a proposition for them. All right, If we lose Montserrat College downtown, all right, that'll be a big blow to all the various businesses down there. Those mm-hmm. students provide a lot of support to the businesses down there. So you take something like these nonprofits, they sacrifice some space on their roofs or in parts of their campus that they're not using. In lieu of taxes, we're picking up energy for the city of Beverly. Those are the types of things, to me, that make sense for everybody. Tell me about the 128
0: project. You'll probably be involved with that because it will be going on. What have you learned from what's
1: happened uh, in the past few months? Well, I, I've learned that that uh, the, co- the coordination of this particular project I think, is mm-hmm. going to be a disaster come mm-hmm. this winter, all right? We know that the roundabouts and things of that nature aren't going to be done in time. Mm-hmm. So the residents of Brimble Ave in that particular area, all right, because of lack of foresight or the lack of pushing, all right, uh, this project forward, all right, fast enough is going to create a lot of havoc up in that particular area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't agree with the, the retail project that was allowed up there, mm-hmm. all right? And I have no no i guess reservation in regards Mm -hmm. to utilizing that all right and protecting our tax base all right but i didn't believe that we needed another supermarket in that particular area what needs to be done to develop the waterfront how high a priority should it be it should be a number one priority instead of instead of me paying paying off on on uh debt Mm -hmm. all right our interest on debt all right where our money's taxpayer money's going to go the first thing that I would do is I would rehab that McDonald's building or knock mm-hmm. it to the ground and put a structure, that, that motif, a New England type of motif structure down there. I would sublet it to ice cream stand, an ice cream stand, a food stand, boat mm-hmm. rental, restrooms. I'd open up that park area down there for the general public all right, to enjoy that area provide parking, open up walking paths. I see the waterfront like this. I see our waterfront no different than the Plymouth waterfront. Would they have the Mayflower too? I would get an investor group down there. I'd put the Hanner. I'd build a replica of the Hanner down in that waterfront. I'd open up walking paths no different than a Gunkwit, Maine mm-hmm. does. And I'd get access to some of the mansions in Beverly Farms no different than Newport, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Alright? Beverly could be a destination. Alright? For tourists. No different than Salem. Alright? But if we're going to foolishly put this city in debt, all right, over $114 million to the taxpayers to build a school that makes absolutely no sense when we have better alternatives, then you'll never have an opportunity to do that type of thing on the waterfront. I could take just additional cash that this city has that the taxpayers technically have been overtaxed. That's how we develop this free Mm -hmm. cash. Free cash is because of, you know, our, our revenues, our more than our expenses, new all police right. and fire station. What do you think of that? I, th- we need a new police. That police mm-hmm. station's a disgrace. All right, so that new central fire station is necessary. But when you're mm-hmm. spending money that you don't have on mm-hmm. projects such as this middle school, how do you ever get there? You mm-hmm. don't get there. All right, we'll be talking about this for the next fifty years. All right, at the rate that we're going. Mm-hmm. All right, but if in fact our money is spent appropriately, we can get to those things in a reasonable period of time. Mm-hmm. That is something that I would immediately all right, look at uh, how we could implement that within a very reasonable short period of time. That harbor area, though, yeah. I guarantee you, all right, with free cash that we have available, we could go down there immediately and clean that place up and make it a destination for people down there and then work on, as I said, those other ideas that I had have about there.
0: 30 seconds to tell me about uh, the airport what would you think about for development
1: at the airport my biggest problem with that airport mm-hmm. is that the city council just appropriated three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars all right to renovate a building for the offices that the city offices we're moving out of memorial mm-hmm. have you seen that building I have it's a disgrace <laughs> all right that building is a disgrace, all right? For us to go down there and invest $300,000 in that building, and we're not blinking an eye about knocking down the memorial building, that anyone that's been in there, all right, will tell you, all right, that that building looks as, as good as it did decades ago. We have about two minutes left, and uh, I'd like to give you an opportunity to make a two-minute closing statement. Okay. In April of this year, I took out papers to run for mayor. At this time, it became quite evident to me the taxpayers of Beverly were being ripped off and led down a path of financial disaster. Less than five years ago, Beverly bonded over $30 million for a new high school. Now, for Mike Cahill's middle school project, Beverly will bond almost two times the amount at $60.8 million, which amounts to over $114 million with interest on the backs of Beverly taxpayers, which they're oblivious to. A project that started just four years ago by Mayor Scanlon at a total cost of $33 million, with the state paying 60% and the city 40% has reversed itself with the city paying the higher portion because Mayor Cahill has failed to manage the design phase efficiently. This design could never be justified for what Beverly taxpayers are being told they have to pay today. Mike Cahill claims there is a shortage of classroom space for students at the elementary level, justifying the need to move fifth graders to a middle school model. This simply is not true. How could it be true when McEwen closed in 2008 is not being used as an elementary school? The Manzi school plan immediately eliminates overcrowding and respects taxpayer dollars. First, it preserves memorial. The building under my plan becomes an early childhood center and houses administration offices. As an elementary, at the elementary level, I reopened McEwen. The district would now have six schools reconfigured to grades one through six. At the middle school, I changed to two grades seven and eight model to be built on the high school campus, similar to Maskinamut, the most respected district on the North Shore. My superior educational model saves Beverly taxpayers millions and millions of dollars. If I'm elected, I'll stop Cahill's middle school project first day in office. If this project is not stopped, Beverly taxpayers are doomed to maximum tax levies allowed by law and a future proposition two-and-a-half override initiatives. Please consider voting for me. I'll protect Beverly taxpayers using their money like it was my own. That's about all the time we have. I'd like to
0: thank our guest, David Manzi, who's running for mayor. Thank you very much for joining us. John, it's been my pleasure. My name is John Mayos, and on behalf of BevCam, thanks for joining us.